0: Hello, oh, hello language lovers. Welcome back to Something to Say. How are you doing, Sam?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you for asking, Eliseu. I have as always something to say. Uh and how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm doing good. I
0: came I have a lot of things going on in my life, like um moving to a new flat. I'm starting a new job tomorrow. Um I just came back from Vienna after three years and wow yeah a lot of stuff uh going on so we have a lot of topics to to tell so but just for people to that want to support us don't forget to follow us on social media and your favorite podcast platform and if you want to support us even more you can be part of our patreon program and yeah and sam i want to know how is your language journey going how is it going with chinese yo
1: man uh chinese is a is a real is a real challenge uh, i must say like we always are very uh try to be very transparent in this podcast we have this commitment to be as natural as we can and not try and like ah let's try and pretend that everything's fine you know (laughs) we don't want to do that we're going to show the when we have our victories we want to share them and we're going to have our failures we're going to share them so like with chinese i must say uh definitely the hardest language i've like learned uh uh it's funny because i just uh when i tell people i'm learning chinese everyone is like you're crazy, bro. Why are you learning Chinese now? Oh, my God. So many languages. But then it wasn't a logical decision. It was more like coming from my heart. I just wanted to communicate a little bit with uh, some. I, I I actually meet some Chinese people here uh, in Rio. So I actually want to have an interaction with them, you know, have a nice interaction. That's what I um, why I started learning Chinese, you know, more than anything to just talk to people from China. Uh of course i won't have a very long conversation but like just be, being able to order food or say something like and interact that's already good enough for me you know i just want to get to that level
0: yeah, i feel the same I'm, i am know that the progress is slow i know that it will not be like the, the other languages but i'm pretty all right with that i'm enjoying the process i'm very happy with small victories like learning a phrase being able to use it from time to time and also because i said like there is a lot of stuff going on in my life and i'm pretty i'm pretty okay with that i'm pretty okay that chinese is not my priority now and like i'm starting a new job and it's again in german but a different field so it means that i need to focus a little bit more in my german now also after the trip it also motivated me to improve even more my german so I understand the Chinese is not my priority, but I, I'm pretty alright with this, that my progress is going to be slow. And also, I will enjoy that it's, that it's slow. I will enjoy the things that we will learn. And uh, for me, it's, it's not a problem.
1: I think um, also about the, you know, this, this is cool because what you're saying is so true that we should um, uh, try and improve the languages that we know. Like right, we shouldn't keep adding languages all the time. That's detrimental to our learning. Um, But on the same token, I feel like everyone's different, right? And like, depends. It depends on the stage of your life, or like, I mean, your preferences and your goals as well. So uh, it's always interesting when we talk about this, because the people who are listening. Uh sometimes like that's why we say like I say all the time I say um you have to filter everything you hear on the internet man like everything I say this cuz even like the most accomplished polyglots out there uh the advice that they give is not for everyone like not not everything they say is for everyone right I know like people are going to say oh my god what are you saying like it's true man like it depends on uh, because it depends on your particularities. It depends on your weaknesses and strengths and goals and uh, stage the stage in your life, your career. You know, uh, like for example, now the the most sensible thing, like the most logical thing, is not to start learning Chinese. But I did because, like I said, out of my heart, I wanted to be able to interact. And I know um, already how long I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this for a couple of months. And then, from there, I will see what I will do. But like, I think just um, self-awareness and looking at yourself, you know, like looking at uh, this stage in your life, what is important to you now, um, should also be a driver in your decisions in language learning. I mean, like, yeah, that's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with what you said because sometimes some polyglots they talk about language learning. And actually language learning is their lives, which means they do everything they do in their life is related to languages. But not everyone's like that. Other people's, other polyglots, they actually have different stuff to do. They work in different fields. They have a lot of different stuff to do that are not languages. And I noticed that sometimes, even if you say one hour can be uh, not that much if you divide it into something but for some people that work in two jobs and have also different projects and produce content and do a lot of other stuff sometimes one hour is really hard to find and if the person has this one hour this person wants to chill wants to p- spend time with friends wants to do something different and i understand that as well i, I totally agree with what you said that the, the advisors are not for everyone i I've, for example i have a different job i I work like in a corporate. Uh, I work with corporation. I have uh, a job from nine to five, and after the job, I still have podcasts. I still have like to learn languages. I, uh, I still have to edit stuff, to teach, and I even find funny once like I I've been working with German people in a while, and once the our manager said, Ah, now it's like Arbeitstag and then we have Feierabend. And for me, it's very funny the fire Abend, because for me in the evening I will not enjoy like they would do. I will work with but different stuff, and it's not that simple, right? And p- people do not only live. Of course, there are people who live um, for languages, for language learning, but not everyone is like that, and and it's also beautiful that people they do different stuff. They. And they connect language, languages with on other stuff. And I don't know what you think. I would like to know what you think. But I'm a little bit tired of people asking how many languages you speak and the number. Because, as I said, I decided to stop learning some languages. And I really don't care about the number of languages I speak. Because for me, it's just about, do I need this language now? Is that important in my life? What does it bring for me? and if it's not for me it's all right to not learn that to not consume any kind of content of course there are languages like italian that i i simply cannot remove from my life but other languages like it's not not really like that and how is it for you how do you see this question everyone asks how many languages do you speak
1: bro like this is such a cool topic i'm glad you 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 asked that question and that you talked about uh like dropping languages and starting new languages and stuff like that because this is a very controversial topic i think because people have different opinions on it i used to think years ago that i'm not i'm never dropping any language like i did used to think that for real i thought like man i'm just gonna i'm just gonna like keep learning all of them and bro it's impossible when you get older honestly like honestly to me i'm talking about my life experience okay like if someone can learn fifty languages and they can manage to juggle fifty languages, awesome. Like, but for me, like, it's just you have to just focus on some or one, and then like, you can always like go back to it. But I think it's juggling, and you can't juggle a thousand balls <laughs> at the same time. Uh, well, yeah, about the number. Uh, I think that uh, yeah, I totally uh, understand. What you say when you when you say that? Uh, people are always asking about the numbers, and they they expect also, right? Like you too, because if you talk about language learning, people expect you to know. Like you have a very high level, and you speak a lot of languages. How many languages do you speak? Oh my god! And like I think this is all just humans, right? Like that's the competition thing again, right? Like or just like an ego thing, like an ego and a competition. So that's why people. Always, I ask about numbers, right? Like human nature. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't care for it. Like, I have this goal of mine, but it's my personal goal to be able to speak at least seven to nine languages at a very high level in my lifetime. So I have this goal, right? Uh, but this is only mine, my, my personal goal. Uh, but about the numbers, man, it doesn't really matter, like. Why does this matter? Like, why is it important, like, to show other people the number of languages that you speak? I'm not I'm not being a hypocrite. Sometimes I make content, right, on uh, TikTok or whatever. And then I put there, like, polyglot speaks blah, 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 language. But that's different. This is just, like, a, like a uh, short video to uh, maybe inspire people or to maybe, like, uh, spread language learning. This is not something I'm doing, like, to show off or whatever. No, and if we if we like when we do these long talks or podcasts or YouTube videos, you can see that um, it's not about that, right? It's more about spreading love for language learning and uh, showcasing our difficulties. Because like even better than saying like uh, than showing off, it's quite the opposite. I'm actually showing my weaknesses. Because if you watch my my videos on my like Polyglot op- update or whatever on YouTube or on Instagram stuff that I share. You're gonna notice that, like I, I suck at a lot of languages. Like some of the languages I speak are not that impressive, um, and that's great. I think we should talk more about that. I love, like I said, I love to see when people talk more about it, because um, uh, I see a, a lot of influencers now, language influencers, talking about um, their struggles. I see that a lot, and I, I, I love that. I support that, and I I think that that needs to become a trend like, let's be real, right?
0: Yes, because I think it can become something unhealthy sometimes. And when you see the, the competition, let's say, or the comparisons, and I'm not really interested in the number. And for example, now I live in Poland and I Polish I learn Polish because I live here. So it's in, for some reasons, one of them is respect for the country and the culture, but also to be more independent in the country. But and then I I speak also Belarusian Ukrainian Russian because they are in my daily routine. I will meet all the time people f- that speak these languages. But honestly, if I will move to another place, we will keep learning all these languages. I don't think so. I don't think that de- probably I will not keep learning Polish. I will, I will not keep uh, learning Ukrainian and. So it's that's okay. It's, not, it's a priority. Actually, I have a list of... Uh, I call it like mobile list because I'm always changing them. But I have the list of priorities when, I, when it comes to languages. So what's the most important language for me now? For me, it's German because of my job. My German needs to be good. And I need to focus on German to learn these new terms for my new job in the, this new field. And like, do I really need Spanish? so it's like it's been like a year or more that i don't see how spanish can be useful for me of course in brazil i think it's very useful if you're a brazilian spanish will really help you but i mean where i live with my job in my context do i really need spanish so i just stop learning spanish i stop consuming containing spanish actively if i see like a nice movie that on the movies that is in spanish i will watch it no problem if i meet some friends that speak spanish i can speak it's okay but i will now give my energy and my time to learn it actively now because simple it's not a priority for me and i have other priority in my life when it comes to languages but other priorities in general yeah job house family friends partner and a lot of different stuff so and that's why I like some languages that I like Catalan Spanish, I just stopped learning them because in this moment of my life they're just not useful for me. And yeah, I maybe one day, who knows what will happen. But in this moment it's not it's just not a moment for me.
1: No, absolutely. I think uh knowing when to when to focus on one and when to like kinda drop another and it's totally fine. This is uh Maybe in the future, you can come back to it if you need it again, or if you just just feel the urge to learn it again. I think that um, that is very important to be talked about because you only see the the, the, the successes in language learning most of the time, right? But I think uh, it's fine when you, when you stop learning a language. Like, this is okay, right? Of course, um, this is not an invitation for you to keep stopping all the time but you know what's uh most most important for you right and uh i think that if you like like eliseo said have a list of priorities this is great level priorities of languages i think everyone should have that and uh if you have the the like the main ones if you are really uh doing the best you can for those i think that's more than enough
0: yeah and i also think about in our, uh, in our age, we, we are also thinking a lot about business and about work, about job. Uh, and honestly, I think in this, I've been learning languages for more than 10 years. And I think I understand a lot of process of learning a language and I can apply this process, this system to any other language I will learn. And so it's like, if I need, I will use, but do I really need now? Do I really want now? I'm thinking more and more that I want to focus more on business. And actually, after 10 years to start giving back, to start to share this knowledge with people, to people who want to have language mentoring, people who want to have classes. I want to give back now for for the community, but also for me to start to build my life. And sometimes it's okay that to say that, okay, I was speaking 13 languages before, and maybe one, two years, I would be speaking 10 and it's okay i really don't mind actually saying that sometimes i even forget the amount of languages that i speak because i'm never counting on them it's just like they appeared in my life for any context but as you said in this moment i think i would feel okay dropping any of them if i need
1: this is great this is great no absolutely i think it's about uh the stage in your life where it's about maturity right uh, you're not. We don't want the languages to flex, right? And also, like, like you said, other priorities in life, like business and stuff that you actually need in adulthood. So I think that um, this is, a, is always we are all, we always have hard decisions to make, right? Uh, in adulthood, uh, and I think that prioritizing um, like what's important for you for real, right? Not like not just to flex. I think it's. Uh, a sign of maturity and i think we should all strive for that um and that's why i admire you man i think a phrase i think it
0: was from a video that some people shared that luca luca Lamparello said speaking the a language in a, speaking languages in general in a native like level is like living parallels parallel lives and what do you think about that do you feel that you you've been living a parallel life in english for example or in Spanish, the language that you speak well, very well. And the people you meet, the people you know that sometimes they have no idea about the people you know when you speak Portuguese in your Brazilian Portuguese community or in Spanish community, they do not talk, they do not know each other, but they exist. It's like having three different lives. Do you
1: feel this? Absolutely. This is so cool. Absolutely. Like I feel different worlds, right? Like when I, when I speak in English... I also feel different as well. Like, it's not only that um, other people that I talk to are different because people from different cultures and stuff. Uh, but also, I think, like, the words I will use, you know, um, maybe I'm more bold in English than in Portuguese. <laughs> but, like, I feel like, yeah, definitely. Like, definitely. I feel like it, you. It, it it's like a different life. When you get like to a very high level, I almost experienced it, experienced it in French. I haven't yet, but I really want to. I really want to get to the level with my French where I'll be able to feel the same way as in Spanish and English. For example, in Spanish, I had a a very good interaction. I I I was sending an audio to a friend, and then she showed it. I think to her mom or something. I don't know. And then her mom couldn't tell where I was from, and that for me that was like amazing. Like I felt like. Yes, like, I at least I can. I mean, like, she couldn't tell. She she, she didn't think I was Mexican or anything, but she couldn't tell <laughs> where I was from, right? Because I said Mexican, because I that's the accent that I, uh, I'm mostly familiar most mostly familiar with, or the accent that I'm trying to to master, right? Like the dialect. Um. So, like, she said, like, I can't tell where he's from, but she didn't tell I was a front. She didn't say I was a foreigner either. So, like, she didn't know like she didn't couldn't quite tell where i was from and that was amazing like i felt like that was great i want to ask you something too the change in the subject um how can you tell more about your trip to vienna i uh, really curious about that by the way there's a song by billy joel called vienna that's really good
0: yeah i mean i mean it's vienna it when you go to vienna you see how the city is connected with music that like music's everywhere and it's really interesting and i th- I feel that every time I've lived in Vienna uh, for some time, and every time I've been there in different pure, uh, moments of my life, I, I've seen the city in a different way. And I think now, three years after I came from Vienna to Warsaw, I saw the city in a way that I had never seen before. Be- also because I wanted to show the city to my girlfriend, but my girlfriend was very interested in Sisi, the Empress, and there's also the Netflix series. And I also wanted to know how to explain some things. What, what is this palace here? When was it built? Why was it built? What was the context? And I, I wanted to, to, to be able to do that. So I was researching a little bit more, reading a little bit more. I got really interested in that, that I had never got, gotten so interested in this topic. And I noticed and every day when we were coming back uh, home, we were watching like one or two episodes of CC to see how was it the context or, or watching the series of, uh, Freud. There's also on Netflix and shows Vienna to see the places we, we were and how uh, we were during the day and how they were looking like in the past. And I can say that I came back here much more motivated to learn the language, to improve the language and I feel that in every language that we reach a very high level, we have good reasons, solid base of reasons to build to learn this language. And I think I'm I'll add a new a new reason in my German for my German. I add uh, the this historical context that I really liked, that I really fell in love with in this moment, that I really want to learn more about. That we we'll both. In- inspire me to to keep learning german improve my german but also to to improve my german actually directly because i will learn things in german and so i can say that sometimes if you are not very motivated sometimes you can just go for a trip or you can make a friend from the place small things that will actually change completely your experience and sometimes if you have a friend sometimes it's like going to the place right because the friend will tell you the things uh, i remember when my family received a v- volunteers in our house from different countries and they it was like visiting the country of getting out of the the city because they are showing their culture they are speaking the language they are cooking one day they are telling the cultural differences and you are learning a lot every day learning a lot and I also feel that there are multiple ways to get involved uh, in a language, to get immersed in a language and to experience the language in different ways, even if you are not in the country. But in that case with me, it was, yeah, I was in the country. It was really nice. I didn't speak that much English, uh, that much German because I was with my girlfriend. She doesn't speak German. and But was interesting, you know, it motivated me to to learn German, even if I hadn't spoken that much German there. So I I feel that it can really motivate someone. And it also made me feel about what we were saying, trying to reach a higher level in the language instead of just like having a lot of languages in the intermediate. Because I think the the idea of A, B, C doesn't actually show the levels because the difference between A to B is not the same that from B to C. From B to C takes much longer, more time, more experiences. And you need more. You need much more effort and consistency. And I decided that I wanted I want to take some languages to a very high level and to create a uh, m- m- my identity in that language from that country. Because when I think about German, I'm really connected to Austria. Because there, I w- uh, because of this city that I started learning languages, but there I started learning German. And when I think about Italy I'm very connected to Turin where I lived and to uh, Venice uh the Veneto where my family came from so I have this these connections where I started to develop my identity in their language discovery uh, discovering the the culture and noticing what I like what I don't and I decided that I I want to do that more often because sometimes I work a lot but I don't travel that much I don't experience that much and I want to start experiencing more like even if it's once every six months but try to experience that to give this new energy to keep going and how how do you motivate yourself how do you you give yourself this pills of energy to keep going and to, to find these new reasons How how is it for you
1: i love that uh you talked about uh that tr- the trip that uh i mean I, I think like actually honestly to be honest i think the trip is the best one because if you, you can get to go. To a different country and experience it in real life. Like, I think that uh, that's probably the best one, just my opinion. I mean, it's not the universal truth or anything. Uh, but the alternative is what I do, like, what I did, because I never left Brazil, right? So, <laughs> uh, like you said, it's very similar to what you said. Uh, just learning something in your target language, I feel like that can be a huge motivator. So, like, if you feel like cooking, doing a, like, trying a recipe in your target language, right? Or going to like a, or even like, I don't know, like taking cooking lessons in that language. I don't know, something like that, you know? Um, Or for example, if you like video games, just playing a video game in your target language and actually being immersed that way. Um, Or playing like social, like playing video games with other people as well, like people in other parts of the world uh so like doing something in a hobby something that you're really passionate about in your target language i think that's a huge motivator that's what i do basically so with music cuz i really like music so like mostly happens with music sometimes i go on um on these websites like Omegle or something like that just to talk to people and uh try and use my my russian my serbian and it's always a very nice uh, most of the times of course there are some weird people in the world. But, <laughs> 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 but like most of the time, um it's always like a, a nice interaction and I learned like I mean I met awesome people there too, like I must say. Like they're really nice like really cool people out there man. Like don't lose hope on, on, on the humanity. Like trust me. Uh like Eliza was a very good friend of mine and we met online like we never met in real life. Um and like a lot of people, man. Like honestly, I have like so many friends I met online, and they're great people. Like really, people who are like want to see you do good. Like people who want the best for you as well. So, like, uh, but yeah, about the the immersion thing, I think you uh, now in the internet, you just have to get creative and try and don't don't have limits on like you can do different things like cooking, like. Even, like, martial arts. Because, like, for example, my friend, my friend Tom, he's he's here in Brazil. He's American. He's in Brasilia. And he's doing, um, I, I don't know if he started already, but he, he he used to do jiu-jitsu. Even in the United States, but, like, with a Brazilian teacher, right? So, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So, he's doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu there. I don't, I don't know if he's already doing it here. I'm not sure. But this is a great way, man. He learned a lot of words. Like, he used Portuguese in the... In the fighting lesson. so i think that doing that can actually be a huge motivator right
0: that's a that's a great example yeah i really like that, that example sometimes like because some, some things are really connected to the the culture right for example brazilian jiu-jitsu of brazil and if you go to the u.s maybe soccer is not that popular but you can learn about different sports football and basketball baseball and I, you know that I, that I really like rap. I think we, I already told that in one episode they recorded that my friend David they told me, why don't you learn Latin? And I was like, they don't have rap in Latin, you know? And of course, it was a joke, but it's also something that is a kind of content that I, I really need. And I really well, like movies, so like international movies. And sometimes when a country do, do not have does not have a very developed industry, it it's really hard for me to find this motivation motivation. Like I want to watch series. I want to see the culture. Yeah. And I feel that sometimes when you watch the, the, the some movies, some reality shows, uh, you see how people behave, what people eat, what people do, how they spend time, some characteristics, characteristics of the culture. And you are always learning a lot of stuff, even not only the language, and the things that you, as you said, the things that you like to do. In the, the whatever language you can do in the new language, and you can also learn how new things. You can learn to like new things. You can fall in love with new activities. So that's why I feel that what the question, how many languages you speak, is so superficial because at the end it's not about languages. Uh, at least for me, is is about how many things you can access with all the languages. Yeah, who can live an experience?
1: We are similar in that sense. Like I feel the same way because for me, even though I love languages, right, like they are also a tool, right. I mean, we love what we do, right. We're not saying that, right. Like oh, like no, like don't get it, don't get it wrong. Like you use languages to communicate with other people, right. So it's still a tool, and I think um, it's a passion and a tool. Right, so like it's something that you use. So I think that uh, I feel the same way, man. Means to an end. Like I want to connect. I want to learn. Right. So what's the funny learning a language for nothing? Like, <laughs> like I I mean like if you like I mean okay I'm not trying trying to attack anyone personally. Of course not. If you actually learn the language because you actually like the grammar, that's fine. Or that you want just want to learn the language, just like know the language. It's absolutely fine. But it's even better when you use the language for something like, for example, I want to understand this book or I want to understand this person or I want to go to that country or I want to understand this music. I want to, you know, learn something, you know, because that's uh, about the cultural factor, right? I think this thing is, the, is, is a bigger motivation, like it's a bigger motivation than just to learn the language for itself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking previously before I started recording, we were talking about movies. And one of the reasons why I don't watch so many movies in English is because that I have I watch movies in many different languages, and I will always feel that it's very limited to only consume content from one country. And I had this I have sometimes difficulties to talk to people because I, I I I'm able to give references from different countries, and I feel that people are always using the references from the United States all the time, over and over again, and and sometimes like but the world is huge you know you have so many cultures and people are really quoting very often one country one culture and that's something that i sometimes i have trouble understanding that and i use languages to access all of this all cultures all of this topics and subjects and uh, content uh, whatever it is and it becomes references for me because sometimes if you do not know a language, there are some things that we'll never, never be able to understand or access. Do you have an example of something that you think, you think that you would never find it out by yourself if it wouldn't be for a
1: language? Definitely. Um, for example, geography. <laughs> like, look, for real, like I'm not the best at geography. Is that what I'm saying. But man, my geography got better, like, gotten better after I started learning languages. Because, like, you start talking to people, right, from other parts of the world, and you learn stuff. Like, so I think, like, different cultures as well. And also, mostly, I I talked about this, uh, I think, a long time ago, I think it was here. I can't remember exactly. Uh, But I think that it gave me the, 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 I think, like, the biggest thing that I, I learned was, like, to respect more, like, to respect different cultures more it's not that i was a a a douchebag before (laughs) or anything no i'm just saying that um you start to see the world through the, the the eyes of the native like of the the person that lives in that country and i think that um i start respecting like more i used to have a lot more prejudice before i started learning languages right so now uh i wouldn't say i'm perfect but I can um I have more empathy. Now I try to I, I, I respect more and I think like that's that's the I wouldn't get there. I wouldn't arrive in that level if I didn't learn languages. I think. Uh also like it's talking about movies and bro, like movies are great. Movies, series, even like telenovelas in Spanish. I know they're super exaggerated. Like they're <laughs> not and I used to watch them with my mom, like but um I know they're super exaggerated, but you can learn a lot about culture too. Like there's stuff there that actually happens uh, in Mexico, for example. Uh, I know it's not the most accurate, but some of the traditions I learned there, like I learned the song, like for example the the the, the birthdays song uh, in Spanish, like they sing in in, in Mexico. They say, "Es las right? Like so, this is different. Uh, uh, they talk about King Date, King Date of it in the the song, uh, when someone, um, when it's their birthday, right? And, like, a lot of stuff, that's, no, that's not the only thing I learned. But, like, a lot of stuff about culture. And I think that uh definitely I became smarter. I mean, like, generally speaking. Because, like, now I know more about different parts of the world. Or about even, like, origins. Not just geography, but, like, history. I feel like I wouldn't learn as much of history and geography if I didn't learn languages, absolutely not. What about you?
0: The, the same, yeah. I think I would say the same about geography. Because when you wanna when I'm start learning a language, I always ask where are you from. Uh, so I'm from this country. Saying, oh, okay, cool, but from what city? And I hear different cities that I don't even know where where they are. And honestly, I would say that I think giving some context to what you said for people to understand that in Brazil we do not have access to a lot of cultures and i also believe that brazil is a cultural bubble that it there there's 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 so much content produced in brazil that you can just live with that and if you do not make any effort we would just stay with this brazilian content and it's not bad but it's that because the quantity is huge and we do not know a lot about other cultures and i when i came to europe first time i didn't even know where most of the european countries were like if I would not be able to tell you in the map where it was, uh, where it was Austria, where it was Croatia, Serbia, when I moved to Poland, I didn't even know where Kazakhstan were or Uzbekistan because people were currently often where were the people were often asking me if I was Uzbek, and I didn't even know where Uzbekistan was. So now I know because I decided to to research. Also, when I started to learn to learn Russian, to say, oh, they speak also Russian there, and I also feel that. In, in Poland, for example, Poland is probably the most hetero heteroethnical country in Europe. And because of that, they still have some troubles understanding cultural differences. Understanding actually that sometimes it's just a cultural difference, that you are doing something because in our culture it's different, because you don't know how it is in this culture. And... In other countries, like you know, when I was in Vienna, people know that you come from a different background and they come from a different culture and you might behave different. And it's pretty all right. And while here, I think it's it's changing, it's been changing, it's been they, they're improving, but you still see how the contact of different cultures and different languages and also help, help with that. And I believe also Austria is a very interesting place because according to history, Austria has been always a multi-ethnical country. Uh, Living the Hungarians, there people from Styria and Serbs, um, a lot of people from different countries. Like more recently, came a lot of Turks, Arabic people. And for me, it's beautiful this diversity, and and it motivates me even more to learn that language to communicate with these people, right? But how do you do that in brazil living in brazil and not having all the time this um, like being surrounded by this mood um this um international environment let's say
1: i think like um it's a, uh, I i mean i do that right like i think some other polyglots here in brazil do that as well which is like consuming content talking to people from different parts of the world trying to learn the language for real by ourselves. But I think like we need to start a movement. We need to start a movement where uh, let's make Brazil multilingual or <laughs> right? something like that. Uh, l- let's make Brazil multilingual. I think we should start this movement. If we do that, I think um, more people would be able to do it as well. Because like right now, there isn't a lot of people who are learning Different languages and uh, you know, trying to be immersed in this in different cultures. But I think like with time, and if we get uh, uh, and if we get a lot of people to actually take part in this movement, I think a lot of other people could actually know that it's possible. You know, because like people don't even know about the possibility, right? I can't judge people in Brazil like too much and say ah like. Nobody wants to learn. I don't know, man. I think, I don't think like it's like uh, nobody wants to learn. I don't think it's like that. I, right? I, I, and I'm also, I'm not saying that you said that by the way. I'm, the way I'm saying it, it's like I'm mm-hmm. attacking someone. <laughs> That's not what I mean. I'm just saying that um, we are not saying uh, that people don't want to be culturally diverse. But I think that people don't mm-hmm. even know about this possibility, right? People don't even have access to this stuff. A lot of people don't even, like, a lot of people don't even have a, a cell phone or an internet connection, right, in Brazil. So, like, I think that we need to do our part and is actually, like, to spread. That's why I talk about spreading the the passion for language learning. And uh also like to share more about different uh, cultures, right, and speak different languages and talk about different cultures. I think this is a a very good thing that we can do in order to inspire and motivate and actually kind of try and change. What's happening right now or like that like you said, the cultural bubble you try to break that yeah I, but what do, do you think the
0: Brazilians are curious about foreign cultures?
1: I think so, yeah, I think like a lot of they, a lot of people don't even know they are, but uh, for example, if you see a foreigner in Brazil, the way that the, this person gets treated most of the time, right like I, I mean I, of course it's not universal. But normally, when someone is foreigner and comes here, people are like, hey, yo, what's up? I'm going to show you this. Where are you from? Like, what's up? People are curious. So, like, I feel like most people, like the majority of Brazilians are. Like, they want to know about other cultures. They just don't know how. A lot of them, they don't even know it's possible. Like, what they should do, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm asking this because, but I heard that it can be also very selective. What I mean is, I heard that, of course, I think it exists in every country. But I heard that in Brazil it also exists. It, which means Brazilians would be very curious about certain cultures, and not that curious about curious about other cultures. Do you believe in that, or how do I you do. see? I'm asking you because I, I haven't lived in Brazil for some years, and uh, I think you know better than me.
1: No, absolutely, I do. Unfortunately, that's true. Uh, and, uh, but again, I also think that it's a, uh, it's a matter of. People not knowing how cool and awesome different cultures are, right? So it's a two thing. Like, it's true that people have their favorites, right? People have their favorites here. And they kind of dismiss other cultures. But on the same token, if they just knew how awesome they were, maybe, like, you know how I feel about it? I feel like people just don't know. Like... Uh, I don't want to say specific countries here because I don't want to start a controversy. That is not my intention at all. Um, but like, just like if people would learn Serbian, for example, or not just, not only learn Serbian, but like learn about Serbian culture, uh, and about the food and about the dances, about the what they do, the traditions. Uh, just like look into that stuff. I think like if we talked more about it, I think more people would be less selective, because, like, every single culture has something awesome to to offer. Every culture has something amazing to offer and to to learn from, right? And to immerse ourselves in it. So I think that uh, it's only a matter of, like, we're not talking too much uh, about it. We need to do a better job at talking about it. And also, this way, we can inspire other people.
0: I was in Vienna, and my friend's boyfriend, he said something really interesting that... We have a lot of stereotypes about countries we do not know until we meet the first person. And if we have a good experience with this first person, we'll get more interested in the, the culture. It it means only one person. One person can change the whole perspective you have about a culture. Or not. Or give you a, a bad one. What it means is uh, every country has their own perspectives and prejudices uh, prejudices about different cultures and countries and but they actually they are based on what people think without knowing or about the past maybe and meeting people i think it's important to break this uh, this and to have a different perspective and for me it's 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 really interesting as i said i came to poland without knowing where belarus was and i had no idea where if they had even their own language before and I started learning about it, and I think I think the Brazilians do not know uh, about Belarus, and as I didn't, yeah. So for me, it's interesting that one person you meet can change the whole perspective you have about the whole country, and can make you interested in learning about more, uh, learning about it even more. So yeah, I think this is a a, a conclusion that I also have. This to try to. Talk to different people from different countries and learn about their perspectives what they think, about their culture, how they do things and to break more stereotypes yeah? do, do you talk to people that speak languages that you are not interested in interested in
1: or, or not? So you asked me if I, if I just so I see if I understood you asked if I talk to people uh, that I don't speak their language,
0: yeah, or that you're not learning the language. Because uh, these yes. days on Tandem, I sent a message. Uh, a girl sent me a message, and then she asked me, oh, I need help with my English. And and she said, uh, well, what languages are you learning? And I said the languages, and she was like, yeah, but I mean, I speak Arabic. I don't I don't speak any of these languages. And me, it's okay. You can talk about your country. I don't mind we can talk in English if you need help. Uh, do you also do that?
1: Yeah, yeah, every now and then I do. I do talk to people that uh, don't speak their language um now now not as much because like i'm trying to to talk to as many people from china as i can and that's really hard because of the time difference so like now not as much i must say but i did this before absolutely i think that uh it's always cool to learn like uh for example i have friends from algeria and i don't speak arabic but I, i do speak french right but um but like i don't speak arabic and i learned i learned i learned a lot from them like i brought algeria and um it's so cool to always do that and i think it's also like what you talked about i think it's a great way to end this you said uh, talk to someone so like that's stuck with me i think this is a great way to, to 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 like to give a final message in this podcast like saying talk to someone like talk to someone in a diff- from a different country different culture be open to learn from them don't try and right like don't have those stereotypes with you like inside you try and talk to people i think you're gonna yeah. ask yourself. ask
0: them questions right i think
1: it's exactly learn with them
0: yeah totally i think it's also a nice way to to close uh to finish today's episode very interesting i think that the lesson i took from today's episode is actually to, to talk to people even if it's from a culture we are not interested because it can be a culture that we would be interested in. So yeah, why not? We can just start a conversation, ask questions, and it can change our whole life, right? Like new people we meet can change uh, everything in our lives.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think like just go and I'm sure you'll find something in that culture that's going to be amazing for you.
0: Awesome. So, yeah, I think that's all for today. And if you like this episode, let us know and tell us how you learn about different cultures. And if you like to discover, if you are curious about different cultures and if you live in an international environment or not, let us know. I'm very curious to know about you guys. And yeah, so if you like this episode, don't forget to follow me and to f- follow Sam as well, because Sam has a lot of things to say. Right, Sam?
1: Absolutely. I always have something to say. Stay tuned. And uh, like Eliza said, if you have anything to say about this podcast, you want to interact, you want to share your opinion, uh, feel open to do that in any platform as you prefer. Like you can talk to us on Instagram. Um, and if you can leave reviews somewhere in the podcast as well, I'm sure you can leave reviews in the comments and messages. Make sure you do that. And uh, we'll see each other in the next one. Have an amazing day, night, or afternoon.
0: Awesome. And if you speak... Or learn Brazilian Portuguese, you can follow Lingocast BR, Lingocast BR as well, to see me and Sam talking about Brazil and about different topics related to the Brazilian culture. Thank you, guys. Thank you
1: so much. <laughs> <laughs>